our friend Michael Bolton sent that in for you, Jeff. Oh, it was Happy for birthday. That was for Bob Eubanks. That wasn't for me. <laughs> that was for Bob Eubanks. <laughs> also celebrating a birthday today. And was this Elvis's birthday or was this the day he died? This is his birthday. Oh, it is his birthday. Nobody ever talks about the day he died. Nobody oh, ever talks about the day anybody dies, a death anniversary. Sometimes they do. Well, Martin Luther King Day. Okay. That's on Isn't Monday. that his birthday? I think that's the day he was shot. No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. So if you're right, I should know this, right? We went to school. This was crammed down our throat. They always gave us the day off. Uh, you know, most people have the day off on Monday. Uh, MLK. Uh, are you looking it up? Okay. So anyway. Yeah, he was well, killed on okay. April 4th. So it was his There's got to be a day that we celebrate when somebody dies. I, mean, I don't I know think so. Like, I think we celebrate I their dad, birthday. I lost my dad in April. We know, I never like celebrate that day. Do you remember his birthday, though? Yes. <laughs> I think it's February 16th. Okay, see? Or 19th. Okay. It's somewhere right in there, and I should know this. But he died in 1997. That's okay. My best friend growing up and my stepdad um, have birthdays very close to each other, and they're at the end of the month, and I get them confused. It's like the 23rd and the 25th or something like that. (laughs) Okay. I I always, I'm always like, uh, yeah. Luckily, my wife put my stepdad's in her, in her reminders. But yes. my best friend, she doesn't have that day. So I'm always like, I'm always shooting, shooting blind in the dark. It's like the 26th, 27th, 25th, 23rd, whatever day. I, I know that my stepdad, it isn't the same day as my stepdad. I know that. So I know that it's something in the 20s. Um, and I believe my stepdad's is the 23rd. It might be the 21st, though. I'm, I'm a bad person. Okay. How many birthdays can you remember uh, without not counting your kids? All right. I think I can do five. I can do my mom. Uh, I remember my mom's. I know my mom's. Uh, When is your mother's? October 6th. Okay. January 15th. Mm, My mom's is easy. And the nice thing is if I feel like I didn't really do enough to like really, like she got me like something really cool for Christmas and I got her something, but I don't feel like it was really I got time because her birthday's coming up. I know your birthday is January 8th mm-hmm. because I've known you for a very long time. And it's, uh, I know my stepdad's birthday because he'll never let me forget. If I forget, it's May 30th. I know my wife's birthday is August 22nd. I think that's it. I don't know if I know anybody else's birthday. My son's is the 18th of October. Your kids don't count. My wife's is the 21st of October. My dad's, my dad, my real dad is the 23rd of October because I get hit. I know that because I I get hit with like a three-peat, like back to back to back, major birthdays. I know your daughter's birthday because it's six months from mine, May 23rd. That is correct. Okay, so I do. I know five. I don't think I know anybody else's. You know, and it's like phone numbers. It's cell phones have ruined us. You know, we have calendars, we have phone numbers. Uh, you know, everything's stored in our phones. We just call somebody. Say call, call anyways. We have a guy in the office. His birthday's in December. Sometime in like the beginning of December. It's like eh, the tenth or something like that. And he always takes his birthday off. <laughs> do, do you know anybody that takes his birth, their birthday off? 
Oh, yeah, we talked about this. You talking about Mark? Mark takes his birthday off. Yeah. Sheba uh, takes her anniversary off, which I don't know anybody that takes their wedding anniversary off, but it happens to be 420, and she is 420 friendly. And Sheba hasn't worked with us for a while, but she's a friend of ours. Um, anybody else that takes their birthday off, I don't know. I'm okay with taking your... You know what? I think if I owned a company, I would give you your day. That would, so, be, a paid, that would be a paid day off for you. There was, Everybody should get their birthday I worked off. somewhere, and I don't know where, or maybe it was here, because I can't really remember working other places. Maybe it was my rental car job. Not entirely sure. But I know I worked at a place where they gave you your birthday off. And I thought that was the crappiest policy ever. Because what the hell am I going to do with a Tuesday off, you know, or a month, like Monday, I guess this would have been a three-day weekend. Clean the but, house. You want to have every Wednesday I off. do. Well, if, sure, if, if we go, I don't want to do go, something. I don't want to go to a four-week, uh, four-day-a-week schedule, but if we do uh, slide down that slippery slope of lazy Americans even more, then um, then I figure, okay, give me Wednesday off then, if, if that's the case, because then I'll just go to work two days. Nobody day wants off. a Tuesday or a Wednesday or even a Thursday off. I mean, like, all right, let, it's my birthday week. Let me take Monday or Friday off. Let me extend my weekend. And otherwise, I don't know. I don't really need the day. But off. one of the places I've worked, and I, I forget which place it was, or maybe it was this place, and we used to have this as a policy, and then we don't anymore. They would give you your birthday off. And I was like, well, I, I, it must have been the rental car place because I remember I talked them into, like, hey, how about giving me like a day next to the weekend off? And they're like, okay, fine. See? Just gotta what happened to that line of thinking? Now you want to have Wednesday in the middle of the week off instead of a Friday or a Monday if we go to a four-day work week. We're, but back in the day when you were younger, hipper, and smarter, you obviously knew what you were thinking about. You know what it is about uh, days weekend. off? This is what I hate about days off. Okay. This is, this is half glass empty. I'll tell you, you live to work. You live, your whole life is about work. No, Whether you want it's it not to be that. or not, it it's is. So much, so much money goes out and no money comes in on days off. So you give me an extra day off. My point uh, exactly. <laughs> you give me an extra day off and then I'm just like, no, that's just another day for money to go out and none's coming in. I say you need to start working smarter, not harder. Did you hear about... You're working hard right now. You need to work smarter so you get paid on your day off. Did you hear about this past year was the first year that in, in California... The uh, migrant workers, um, they were not allowed to work overtime? Uh, no, this is, I, I did not hear about so that. So they were not allowed to work overtime at their own, at their own behest. It's interesting because I've noticed a lot of people selling produce out of the back of cars in a lot of the parking lots I go to. I was like wondering, like, why is this all of a sudden? Like, you know, usually there would be a stand somewhere and then they would take it to their stand and then, you know, you would, you would do that. But they're, they're selling oranges everywhere you go. Air oranges, big bags of oranges. You walk, every grocery store that you pull into, they're, they're coming up to you. They're like, Hey, you want to buy a bag of oranges? I'm like, no, I'm cool. Cause they're navel oranges. I hate navel oranges, right? <laughs> Otherwise I'd probably take advantage of the deal. But they're well, always, at least want to know how much the oranges are. No, Maybe I, I buy I those for the family and get the the cuties for myself. No, see, that's the thing. Nobody even no, not the family doesn't even want the navel oranges, but they're they're trying to push the navel oranges. And I'm like, why all of a sudden? And why is it at every parking lot I go to? Well, there was a report that was released last week, maybe over the weekend, maybe this morning. Um, I because I, I I was reading about it this morning. They lost. An estimated six to nine million dollars in overtime salary this past year. That's six to nine million dollars that 
likely would have stimulated the economy in California. And they're doing it. And, and nobody asks. Like, nobody asks. It was just, it was, it was, a, it was passed in 20, 2016. Um, and it was going to take effect this year or last year. And nobody said, hey, do you guys not want to get overtime anymore and enjoy that time off? And like, and like put it to a vote of the people that it actually affects. You know? <laughs> not the people that are attending the Golden Globes last night. Like, ask, ask the people that it actually affects. Hey, by the way, this is going to result in about a loss of six to nine million dollars in annual salary wages for people that are in your profession. Do you want over, do you want overtime to go away? I bet you they would have said no, because it would have it would have resorted to them spending their time on their day off when they could have been working and making money with a salary, sitting in a parking lot pushing bags of oranges. Think of all the parking spaces they're taking up. Well, it's just one, it's usually just one. <laughs> but they're there all day, so when a better one opens, it's always up, the one I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when a better one opens up, they move closer to the front. Yeah, because, hey, why work smarter, not harder. So I guess that's the silver lining. Happy birthday. Hopefully you'll be able to go get some deals today. Go get some free food or... Oh, yeah, I need to to text Whitney and see what my options are. Say, hey, can I get your list? (laughs) Uh, Loverboy and uh, Pink Floyd coming up next. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. 93.3 KCOZ rocks. Have a good morning. All right, Jeff and Jeremy here, 19 minutes after 8 o'clock. We have a new winner, weekly winner in the Red Zone Challenge. He was the champ back in 2017. He's won week 18. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Kozik. All right. Philly fan. What happened to the Philly? What happened to Philadelphia Eagles? They, they Man, I wish I knew. Yeah. Did you pick them? Did you pick them to win against the Giants? Of course I did. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'll tell you, I don't so, know what's happened to that team. Yeah, they just went downhill really quickly. Do you uh, think? Bigger disappointment at this point in the season, Miami or Philly? I mean, I know what you're going to say, Jim. But. Philadelphia oh, yeah. is. Philadelphia is for Philadelphia. sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, to have all that talent and not it. I mean, they they quit at halftime yesterday. Mm-hmm. They were down twenty four to nothing and basically conceded the game. You know, so I I have no idea. I wish I had an answer for you, but uh, you know, I'm still a fan. I hope they do well this week against Tampa Bay. We'll just have to wait and see what team shows up. If there's one playoff matchup that they can win, I think it's Tampa Bay. So. I mean, it's, it's, uh, but they scored three field goals yesterday against Carolina. I mean, come on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Well, you know, if they, uh, you know, they, they should win this week, um, but then they got to play San Francisco and uh, the way they've been playing lately, I don't see the Eagles getting past them, but you got to believe, you know, you got to be a fan and believe and we'll see what happens. Anybody but the Cowboys. Anybody, but the <laughs> I think we could all sign that petition. Uh, well, you did yeah. win twenty five dollars to go to the poor house. You got brunch at this adventure, and you won a free round of golf from Chalk Mountain. Cool. So, thanks for playing, nice. and uh, good luck to yeah. you. Yeah. And it, we thought it was yeah. pretty funny that on 
uh, Elvis's birthday, you would pick Elvis as your artist. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Just by chance, you would. Win. By the way, you're the one. You, like out of all the champions that we've had in the Red Zone Challenge, I could not tell you the name of any of the champions. But you're the one I remember because you had the opportunity. You won the most ing- insignificant prize that we've ever given away. And that was a, that was, it was a, it was a trip to Vegas. That part was cool and everything. But the whole yeah. notion that you were going to meet and greet a, a, a performance group that, that their, their whole shtick is they don't ever talk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Jabberwockies. The Jabberwockies. Sure. Sure, sure. Yeah, I got some great pictures from that. Too. Yeah. And, and, and you can't talk to them because they don't talk back. So <laughs> that's right. That's right. When when I, I was wearing my Eagles gear and they were looking at me and I was tell, trying to tell them I was an Eagles fan and they just kept motioning like flying birds. Hi, Jim. We'll enjoy your week, man. Hang on a second here. Here's your Elvis. Hi, Jeff and Jeremy here. Congratulations to uh, Jim again. That's for you, Grady, because I felt like you almost got shortchanged Grady Bell out of more way. Because uh, we're winning the playoff schedule, so there you go. Uh, honorable mentions, by the way, to uh, Benjamin Martins out of Atascadero, Thomas McGarvey, uh, let's see, Scott McCann, and Andy Cordova, uh, all runners-up this week in the Red Zone Challenge. Tough, a tough week to pick games. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, real quick, everything that you got going on with uh, people sitting and stuff. Before Jeff, Jim left, he wanted to pass along a little trivia. Quick trivia. So Elvis, when he was later in his career in Vegas, he would come out to his entrance to the theme from 2001, A Space mm-hmm. Odyssey. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you add up the date of when he died, 1977, August was the eighth month, the 16th day, it all adds up to 2001. Whoa. Pretty crazy stuff. Thank you, Jim. Some other things that were predicted for the future. From a hundred years ago. Somebody thought that we no one would have teeth. It was a columnist. Said everybody will be eating soft foods because no one will have teeth. Well, that was before dentistry a hundred <laughs> years ago. Or, and then there was a guy that was like, hey, maybe I should go work on teeth. <laughs> maybe we should do these cleanings, yeah. Um, working from home 100 years ago in a book called Wireless Possibilities. They talked about the fact that uh, people who hated cities would work remotely from home. Well, we, thank you, COVID. <laughs> Whoa, that was 100 years ago? That was 100 years ago. No way. So 1924. God, I, forget, I forgot what year it was. Uh, let's see. World Peace. Uh, hey, well, all, all, all that person needed mobile. was a pandemic to push things through, right? I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it just it pushed everything over the top. He was a little early and, on his uh, uh, prediction. Let's see. Uh, the depart- Oh, somebody, uh, somebody predicted that the Department of Agriculture would limit how many kids you could have. Because of the population of the world. We're getting there. Well, yeah. I mean, in a roundabout way, they're like, hey, eat this chemical I mean, that, other we, countries. that tastes like beef. And then, uh, you know, you'll be healthier. That's what they say. <laughs> and we're not doing it yet, but we're getting closer. A real estate mogul in New York 100 years ago said that everybody would be flying to work. I guess the ones that aren't working. Well, how, how are we closer to that, Jeremy? 
I don't see how we're, we're making drones that be private uh, private drone airplanes. Yeah, but I mean, I you mean, can now go purchase seen... yourself a private. It looks just like a drone, right? It's got mm-hmm. four blades. You've seen them, right? And you can fly around. I mean, yeah, eventually, but... this is we got packages being delivered from from Amazon and drones. I mean, I, I'm just saying we're closer than we have ever been to people having their own personal flying aircraft. Keep in mind, it's like it's like 32 uh, degrees out. Right now, maybe a little bit warmer as the sun has been up for a couple hours. But last I checked, it was 32. You mean in Paso? Yeah, in Paso. In Paso. But uh, uh, not much warmer in San Luis Obispo. 43? It's, it's in low 40s. Yeah. yeah, 43. How does one dress on a commute if a drone's going to be flying you through the air? Like, I know. Well, 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 you need a cab with a heater. Okay. <laughs> Right. So that's extra not, weight. You are wearing uh you're wearing twenty pounds of, of, of clothing. Pants, insulated, jackets, hats, gloves. Oh, they'd be awful. You say that and then we you are kicked at wind speed. Yes. At you know, I don't know, what are they supposed to I'm sure they fly fifty miles an hour, right? I mean for God's sake. Screw that, man. Imagine if your commute is uh which many people's are is Los Osos to San Luis Obispo and then in the afternoon <laughs> onshore winds going back i mean that's got to affect your your travel time i mean that's you know plus all the all the extra clothes you're gonna have to wear to stay warm you say we're close plus, but there's all these obstacles we can't even the southwestern get, yeah we the can't even part of the country is warm but the rest of the country is cold autonomous vehicles they can't even get those to work right and then you I'm got just saying, Barack Obama making his movie about this is uh, 100 years ago, you know, when they, the internet goes thought, down. I mean, come on. <laughs> when the internet goes down. Oh, did you see the movie with Julia Roberts? I haven't. I've, I've heard the buzz about it, though. I don't know if I want to see that movie. Here's the deal. If 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 you, it was your birthday and our company gave you your birthday off and you were bored, nope. I'd say, yeah, you can watch it. But if you're not bored, I wouldn't watch it. It's not good? Definitely. Huh? It's not good? It's not terrible or bad or anything, but it's definitely, I don't think it's that good, no. Does it scare you? No. Well, I'll tell you what scares me, is the fact that our former president and his wife produced this yes. movie. And what, what was their intention to this? In movie? an article I was reading over the weekend, they said that um, he pulled on his experience from his eight years in the White House to um, and, and, and briefings to to come up with the idea for the movie. Here's my bat. Here's my thought process. You can agree with me. You can disagree with me. It's just kind of what, what popped into my head is that his background and where he comes from as far as a politician and uh, what he believes in, I think they would prefer to have everyone in this country scared out of their mind and have to depend on the government. That's where I. That's kind of what popped into. I think that's what most in government want because you know what that equals. Why would a president, a former president of this country for two terms, produce a movie like that? Why would that? The end of the world, uh, you know, terrorism, all that. Why would that be the deal? I mean, I think that's what everybody in government wants. They want you to be beholden to them because if you're beholden to them, that means they have jobs. The whole job point security. of government from the beginning was the government was supposed to serve the people, mm-hmm. not the people. Now it's like the, the largest people. employer in a lot of areas of the country. And Joe Biden's, you know, income went from like eight and a half million when he took office to over forty three million now today, and he gets paid two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. You do the math. You do the math. That's uh, funny because the president before him. Lost a bunch of money by becoming president. 
We can't talk about him or we're racist. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. All right, Jeff and Jeremy here, 847. Leave the World Behind is the movie we were talking about. The Wi-Fi isn't working. Get it back. I'm so sorry to bother you that this is our house. This is your house? So we were driving back to the city, then something happened. You want to stay here, but we're staying here. We need to get them out of here. So you have a family uh, moving into somebody else's house? Is that what the movie is? No, no, no. What it is is they just rent it for an Airbnb. They're taking a little vacation. Uh, it looks like Martha's Vineyard or something. I'm not really sure, but it's on the East Coast. There's a beach. And uh, they is do the house, house the weekend. And it's it could be. It's a really nice <laughs> house. Uh, and then and it, later that evening, um, you know, some stuff happens during the day that's kind of odd and weird. Um, I think in the in the trailer you see this boat coming towards the beach that they're hanging out at, and it ends up coming up on the beach. And and then later that night they knock on the door and it's the owner of the house and they're like, hey, um, something's going on. Uh, we didn't know where else to go, so we're coming back. I know we rented you the house through Airbnb or whatever, huh. but we'd like to stay here as well. And uh, and so it's just awkward. And so when I first started watching this movie, I think it was like a it was over Christmas break or something, and it was a day where we just had nothing to do but lay around and and watch TV movies and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm tired of Christmas movies. So we put this on and I had no idea what it was. I just, I started watching the trailer. I saw like 20 seconds of the trailer and I thought, okay, I'm going to watch this. I thought it was an alien invasion. That's not what it is. And then after the movie was over, I saw the, the credits on there. Uh, Barack Obama, Barack and Michelle Obama had produced it. And I thought, well, this is really weird. What, what are they getting into the movie business now? And why would they start a movie off that seems like it's trying to scare people for the country that he was residing over for two terms? Um, Craig's on the line. Hey, bud. So you are talking about Obama, who started the ra- greatest racial segregation of the 21st century, dividing this country so that we fight amongst ourselves to be blinded to what the government's doing to us. Mm-hmm. So are you surprised he's creating a movie no. to try and fearmonger us some more? Hey, let me grab it. I'm going to put another call on with us, okay? Hold on a second. Let's see who else is yeah. coming in. Hi, good morning. You're on with Jeff and Jeremy and Craig. Go ahead. Oh, hi. This is Don Colin. <laughs> I like your conversation you were in because I, I did like the president a lot of ways before Biden. I think he was probably more for the people. I love how we're treating him like Voldemort. I w- I, yeah, why aren't you saying his name? <laughs> you can say his name, Don. <laughs> President Donald yeah, Trump. Is that- you know what? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, he's, he's 100% right. You know, the thing about Donald Trump is, is he cares about this country, and he's a businessman. He's not a politician, and that's why the politicians hate him. Mm-hmm. He has his own money. He doesn't have to be bribed by big enterprise. He can be bought. And these big lobbies. And that's why they're so scared of him, because they can't control him. Mm-hmm. If that wasn't the case, if that wasn't a fact, none of this other stuff that's happened in the past three years, the countless frivolous indictments, the calling a tour of the Capitol building an insurrection, um, trying to say that he started an insurrection when there's clear video of him saying, act respectfully, act in love, act in peace. You know, 
it's it's just a ridiculous thing. So, Don, you and I agree a hundred percent. Well, you know, you know what I think about uh, about the Capitol when they went in, did the you know wanted to the tour have their they had their tour right. yeah yeah uh, uh, you know what I think I think it was just people waiting for the opportunity. What do you think? Honestly, when you see the the now released videos of the Capitol Police standing there watching people. You see people opening the doors. There is now also video coming out of federal officers dressed as quote-unquote Trump supporters with their service weapon on their hip pushing people into the building. It's It was 100% people waiting for the opportunity to create this. And they took people... It, it, it would be as close to real legal entrapment as it could be entrapment is defined as getting someone to do something illegal that wouldn't normally be in their nature that's why people oh i was entrapped by the cop because i was speeding doing 95 no no that's not entrapment this is entrapment these peaceful people who normally weren't wouldn't have walked into that building were encouraged slash pushed into the building by these people with an agenda you know what's um, interesting about this is that it, it, it's often not talked about, probably intentionally. But he contacted the mayor of D.C. and Nancy Pelosi and said, "Hey, um, you know, we're going to have a rally. Do you guys want to get the National Guard out here, um, perhaps? You know, to make sure nothing bad happens. Just to make sure. I'm going to, you know, push that it's a peaceful protest in my." In my uh, in my speech, but uh, we need do, do we need to get the National Guard here? I want the National Guard um, out here, and he was the president at the time because you remember he, uh, the the president doesn't get sworn in until like the twentieth or something like that. And exactly. they're like, no, we don't want the National Guard because they had a plan in place. Exactly. That is Interesting. Well, you know, I didn't know that. You know, the thing is, I think the people that are finding so much. Uh, finding so much things wrong with them. Those are the people that don't want him to run. I don't necessarily agree with everything that he's ever said or tweeted or whatever. But number one, the way he tweets, he is 100% transparent. There's no trying to guesswork what he's thinking or doing. Number two, he got the job done. Have you ever worked for a boss that was gruff but was a great boss because mm-hmm. he did a good job or had an employer employee do the same? I mean, it's a it's a give and take. I'd rather have someone who's a little gruff and does a great job you know, and loves the country than Biden, who's in office right now, literally trying to destroy our country. Craig, I I, I uh, appreciate that. In fact, I'm going to go to my boss uh, today. I'm say, you know what? You're a lot like Donald Trump, and see how that goes over. <laughs> well, I hope your boss is, is conservative leaning. Otherwise, you're going to get a, a woke tirade, dude. Thanks for the call, guys. 805-543-3693. Sid is on the phone. Sid, go ahead. Yeah, I was just calling to agree with everything you guys said. Okay. Okay. Well, thank I was, you. I was, yeah, no, I was just hoping you guys could play some Metallica afterwards. Sure. Sure. Sure, we'll play some Metallica. And Justice for All. I'm sure. All right. We got to take somebody who disagrees with what Craig said. And what Don said. Hi, you're on the air. What's your name? Maybe nobody disagrees. Good morning, guys. How are we doing? No, this guy doesn't. <laughs> Good morning, Brian. 
Still, How are you? Still got the Somebody nasty Somebody must polls, disagree huh? because every television network I turned on said insurrection, insurrection, Donald Trump at least 50 CNN times this news. morning. Don't talk to me. <laughs> I wasn't I just CNN wanted to either. talk to Don. Oh, Don's gone. Don's gone. <clears throat> but it, it, if you have anything you'd like to say to Don, he's still listening, I'm sure. Go ahead. Good morning, Don. How are you? <laughs> All right. Thanks, Brian. That works for me. Have a good day. <laughs> See you, nerd. Uh, all right, We're, we'll play some uh, Metallica for Sid when we come back. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Listen online at kzoz.com. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Hashtag football reigns supreme. Nielsen released the list of the 100 top-rated live events that were broadcast on television. How many of them, of the hundred, do you think were football games? I would say a lot of them. I mean, every football game is always live. I was asking for a number. Not a lot. Oh. Of the 100? Of of the 100 top rated live events... That could be football, that could be baseball, that could be basketball, that could be the Oscars, it could be the Golden Globes, it could be all these different things. Oh, the Country Music Awards, the Emmys, the Grammys, all those, all those events. How many of them do you think were football games? Out of 60. 96. 93 pro games and three collegiate games. How many were basketball? How many were the NBA? The highest rated basketball game was one game during the finals. And it came in at 130. Which is the better brand. <laughs> the NFL or the NBA. Yeah. Well, are you saying 130? It came in 130 on the list. Now, 130th place. Wow. Yeah. What happened to basketball? Basketball was something that everybody was into. And it's now, I think everybody's got tired of all the wokeness in the nba or whatever it is the um i mean why why I, i'm trying to understand why basketball I don't has know. fallen so far i have no it's idea still a very entertaining game to watch still big names but some of the key players lebron james won't shut his mouth and i think people just get tired of it like i don't need to play basketball the super bowl post game show um made up the 97th <laughs> <laughs> So, so about, there was three events. What about I, I think it was like, shows? Shows are terrible. I think the Oscars fell in the top 100. Uh, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade fell in the top 100. And oh man, I don't. Oh, State of the Union Address, which is on every everywhere you can get it. Right? I mean, it's the, where did that where did that come in? Low, low on the on the on the top the, 100, like yeah. towards the bottom. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I don't have the list in front of me, but those three did crack the top 100. Everything else. Was football related? Yeah. Uh, our question is: How long has it been since you've attended a football game? Uh, have you gone this last season? I'll, I'll probably say in the last five years. I sure I've been to one. 10, went, 15, 20, I went to a game this season. I went and saw um, Paso Robles take on Mission Prep. It's been a long time since I've seen a uh, high school football game. Yeah, it's uh, when, when one team unless, you're, unless you have a kid, in, unless you're invested in a kid on a team, it's definitely 
Yeah, and even then, you know, if one of those if one of those team if one of those squads can't move the ball very well, it's a very long evening. Yeah, no kidding. Luckily, it was early in the season, so it wasn't chilly out. Uh yeah, Golden Gloves were on last night. That's the TV one, right? Yeah, I was watching the Bills. Yeah, I was watching the Bills and the Dolphins, which was a really good game. I was watching Dateline. Dateline recorded it from Friday. Okay. But, uh, uh, okay. So Bills and the Dolphins, I w- would imagine, would also fall in the top 100 this year uh, yeah. because you know it started off. But you know, I was watching. Year. I was watching the score on that game. I just wasn't watching it. Uh, hashtag scary situation, especially for all of us that f- probably fly Alaska Airlines from time to time since they're the... Hashtag, think, hashtag door plugs. What's a door plug? No, it's not even a door that came off. That's what the scary part about this whole thing is. What? You the didn't plug. hear on, I think it was, was it Friday or over the weekend at some point, some flight from Portland that was going to California had to make an emergency landing, turn around and come back. When the side of the plane blew out, and it wasn't an emergency exit, I think it looked like it was. And then I look back. No, the emergency exits on that seven thirty-seven are over the wings. This was back between the wings and the back of the plane, and apparently some kind of leak in one of the windows caused a decompression of the cabin, which then sucked out the panel. I didn't realize that's how the planes are built. Those are all panels. Oh, Every yeah. window is a panel mm-hmm. that's riveted in. And so it was like having a new emergency exit. Can you imagine sitting in that seat? No. This is why you wear your seatbelt, folks. When you're in your seat. Holy crap. 16,000 feet in the air. Wait, is that right? I think it was 16,000. No, my kids would have got sucked out. They never wear their seatbelt and, 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 and it took like seven, 17 or 18 minutes for this whole thing to transgress for them to come back. So there's a hole. And, you know, there's debris flying around, all this wind. It's cold. And, oh, my God. How crazy is that? And this is a fairly new plane and on a carrier that flies in and out of San Luis Obispo several times a day. Not that type of airplane, though. That's the only thing that can give you a little pause is the plane that they fly in San Luis Obispo is, a, is not a Boeing <laughs> It's, I didn't hear what you said. It's, it's not that, a Boeing plane. That type of maintenance crew, though. I mean, come on. Well, yeah. It's a, it's a uh, it's Quebec. It's a Canadian, I believe. E-175 is what they call it. A great little plane. It looks like a 737. Still, the track record not, on flying is... I have this conversation with my good. kids all the time. My kids good. hate flying. They can't stand flying. And um, whenever we go on a trip, we have to fly. They're like, oh, God, I don't want to fly. I hate flying. It's scary. Blah. And uh, I'm like, well, you know... It's the safest form of transportation. You, you heard that that saying before, right? It's the safest form of transportation. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, of course, many times. By the way, here's a passenger that was on that flight. There was a really loud bang towards the left rear of the plane and a whooshy noise, and all the air masks dropped. And they said there was a kid in that row who his shirt was sucked off him and out of the plane. Oh. And his mother was holding on to him to make oh. sure he didn't go with it. It was about as wide as a refrigerator and about as high as two-thirds of a refrigerator in height. Just kind of sit there. It's not anything I have any control over. And it's just wait and see what happens. No, very calm, that guy. Just wait and see what happens. Oh, my God. If that was your kid, I, I, I want to vomit right now. That makes me feel so sick. I can't even imagine thinking, oh, my God, you're holding on to your kid. Their shirt just got sucked off. And you and the kid or the kid could get sucked out of the airplane at any time. 
Now, nobody got sucked out. Nobody got hurt or anything. But we've heard other stories where there's been decompression and people have been sucked out. Uh, here's the flight crew. We need okay, what the hell was that? I was, okay, you need to get your you need to get your S together, man. You gotta be calm in those situations. We need to send down to ten thousand. Okay, we need to turn back to Portland if we can get one. Okay, oh. pilot team calm. I think that was a flight crew calling the pi- the pi- right. the pilot. Yeah. Well, you know, I Cockpit. mean, you know, this is the this is the problem, and I don't know. This was uh, is this an older plane? I don't think so. I think this was a newer plane. Okay. I mean, it didn't. Look, I, I I'm always amazed at how old some of the planes I get on when because flying. Because you fly Southwest. Well, that's what happens. They buy all Alaska's old planes, never, and then they paint them, and then there you go. Well, they've never had a piece of the uh, plane come, come off. Uh, yeah, and, I'm sure and, and it's, even, it's even it's even more damning when a, sure they've had a piece when, when a panel of the plane comes off, and you find out it was a newer plane. Like that's that's a big problem. I don't know how new the plane. I just know that Alaska's been keeping up their fleet. So, because you know they've been buying they and they're expanding and all that kind of stuff, yeah. So they're keeping up I don't their fly fleet? a lot of seven thirty sevens though. Everything I fly is that new E one seven five. So, but I've flown on a few seven thirties. I mean, they don't look that old to me. When I get on a Southwest plane, I'm like, oh my god, was this his eighties? Sometimes, yeah. And sometimes I mean, you get I on think a new one. Still like nicotine staining from when they used yeah. to just smoke on the plane. Sometimes they uh, they they're very old, and sometimes they're too new. I think two new uh, uh, airplanes are made cheaply. Can I can I say that? Like I don't know. Like the seats seem like the, your family was invested highly in their employment with Boeing. So you say whatever you want, but it was, was a Boeing airplane. Was is the operative term. I see none. Of, I see none of those benefits um, currently, and probably will never see any of those benefits in the future. So I could feel free to say that a piece falling off of a plane is not how you make a plane. And where did this? Where did I don't this care if you're go? Airbus or Boeing. Right? Where's the door? How how come I'm not hearing that somebody's got a door in their living room? I mean, that oh is no, a it, very populated there area. Teacher. There was a school teacher uh, that said that the panel was in her backyard in oh. in in Oregon this morning. That 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 was in the news in Oregon this morning. Yeah, that's where that's where. It happened. Oh wow, they made it that far. Oh, I. But no, 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 no. It they left from Portland to Burbank. Oh, that's right. You're right. Yeah. I mean, they weren't they were in Seattle. They were in Portland. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so they got the they got the panel back. Then hopefully they'll figure out what went wrong. Yeah, they did say. Uh, you know, the, you know the, what I did get a kick out of though is that, that apparently some pilots or there's some kind of chatter somewhere saying that they had been getting decompression alarms going off mm. or lights or some kind of sensors that they thought were ah that's just a faulty user just a check sensor. engine light. Ah, it's one of those damn sensors. <laughs> Yeah. Check we'll, get, we'll, we'll get down to California and have them hit that reset button on that <laughs> sensor. We'll be just fine. Let's do this. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KCOC.